Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of Bear Down Uncut, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, in episode number 180 of Uncut, we are back with our second version of our mock draft prior to this week's NFL draft. We have finally reached draft week. We are finally here, but we have a couple more mock drafts to bring you guys. So we've got another one coming today and a couple more coming throughout the week. Welcome back to the channel, though. We appreciate your support on the draft content thus far. The last mock draft we posted a couple of days ago has been killing it. So thank you guys for the support. And if you are new to the channel or the podcast and want Bears content each and every day of the week leading up to the draft, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, and we're going to be bringing you guys uh, Bears draft content the rest of the week. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to break down another mock draft and share some picks and predictions, I am joined with my co-host, Jalen Clinton. Jalen, it has most definitely been a minute, but feels good to see you and have you back here. How's it going, my man? Oh, it feels good. It's definitely, it's definitely been a very long time since I've been on the channel. Uh, just going through some school stuff, you know, getting ready to, uh, you know, finish up the school year. But, uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels good to be back. Um, trying to trying to get back on the channel more, but, like, our schedules are, like, not at all similar. So every time you guys are recording, I'm, I'm always doing something. But, yeah. Um, Excited to be back, you know. I've been I've been staying tuned, watching the videos. Uh, drafts four days away, you know. Excited. Yeah, uh, and you're getting ready to leave for college, so soon enough you'll be recording in a dorm room with bunk beds behind you, just like me. Uh, however, we've got another mock draft today. Uh, as we've previously laid out, the Bears have two second-round picks, so there's a lot of which ways they can go about this when approaching the 2022 draft. So let's just hop right into it. I'm going to start – uh, with my first of the two second-round picks. Uh, this time, instead of going wide receiver first, I went offensive line first. I decided uh, protection and uh, weapons are both equally as helpful for Justin Fields, but decided to go protection first this time. I went with Tyler Smith, interior offensive lineman out of Tulsa, coming out of the American Athletic Division there uh, in the NCAA. Uh, he is someone who pl has played across the line. He's played tackle. He's played guard as well. Uh, but overall, uh, he is going to make an NFL offense tougher and stronger. Uh, he is someone who just jumps off the screen when you watch his tape. Uh, hands are very erratic at the line of scrimmage and is very aggressive uh, and has earned some of the labels Mahler as well as Road Grader in the NFL. So I think he could be developmental starting guard in this league. Uh, he is someone who has great body control and can continue uh, to force problems on the line, especially against uh, a lot of defensive ends as well as tackles. So overall, uh, he's got really good placement and timing. I think the Bears could use any help they could get there up front on the offensive line, only picking up Lucas Patrick this offseason. So Tyler Smith is the way that I went in this second round uh, with pick number 38, I guess you would, or 39, I guess you would call it. Uh, Jalen, you went a little bit of a different route here. You went wide receiver with your first pick, uh, and you took a very popular name. So talk to me a little bit about your first, second round pick here with George Pickens out of Georgia. So uh, so when it was you know, the Bears' turn to pick at 39, it was my, it was my choice between two wide receivers. Um Obviously, George Pickens and somebody that Chris is a big fan of, uh, Alec Pearson. I end up going George Pickens. I know that might make a lot of Bears fans mad because he's from Glen Ellen. So, but uh, <laughs> a little hometown <laughs> bias. I apologize. Yeah, especially for you. But uh, like I said, I went with George Pickens. You know, 
six six five six four uh four when it's when it's a four four you know if it wasn't for uh if it, if it wasn't for a torn ACL he probably would have been one of the first wide receivers taken off the board this year um he is a um a very you know he has his injury concerns but I think if if he stays healthy and stays on the field he can be that X wide receiver for Justin Fields that that we desperately need right now um alongside you know him and Darnell Mooney so uh yeah that was my first pick. All right, let's move into the second of our second round picks. And I'm not going to take anything off of the screen here because I went with this same man uh, at 48th overall. I went George Pickens out of Georgia as well. Jalen, you touched on it nicely. He's got his injury concerns. He slipped down the board a little bit. Some draft predictions even have him going further down the board. Uh, but overall, taking a look at him in Georgia and the time he played, uh, obviously more so in 2020 before that ACL injury in 2021. Uh, he's a very good athlete. I think he's got great downfield speed, agility, great body control in the air. Uh, he's a little bit uh, on the small, not on the smaller end, you know, six foot three. He's someone who can play in that X split end uh, role that you would assume Chicago is looking to fill after Allen Robinson left. So I love his body control and catch radius in the air. Uh, overall, he's got a little bit, uh, of, of, of a weird frame, but I think his catch radius and tremendous athleticism make up for it. Uh, he can he can most definitely catch off-target throws. So George Pickens, Jalen, we agree on that one. Uh, and overall, I think he would be a great addition alongside potentially an offensive lineman or a cornerback in that second round. So I'm going to pass it back to you. Uh, I went offensive line wide receiver. You went off. You went wide receiver offensive lineman. So talk to me a little bit about Cole Strange, the interior offensive lineman out of University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Us, uh, so like you said, we just you know we switched. Like, I went wide receiver first, uh, offensive line second. <clears throat> uh, he's a center, you know, interior offensive lineman. Uh, if we were if we were to take him, that would be able to kick uh, Patrick out to to guard, or we. Uh, put him in guard, so you know, brings some versatility onto the offensive line. You know, have a that would be a very solid interior with Cody Whitehair, him and uh, Patrick alongside. You know, two very young tackles and um, Foreman Jenkins, yeah, yeah. So, still, you know, a, a long way to go to to have a complete offensive line that we're you know confident in and protecting for Justin Fields. But this is just an you know another young um, high upside guy to to, you know, bring it together at the offensive line. Yeah, and I think you and I went on a pretty similar strategy with our offensive <laughs> line picks, obviously trusting those tackles on the outside in Borum and, Borum and Jenkins. Saw some good play out of Borum last year. Jenkins obviously injured a majority of the year, but you would hope he'd be a cornerstone there at offensive tackle. So going interior on the offensive line, whether that be a guard position or the center, is the way that we both went in the second round. Now moving to round three, this is a really, really interesting round because the Bears have a pick at 71. There's definitely going to be some talent that falls down there late in the third round. Uh, so I went with an offensive tackle here, actually, someone who could potentially come in and compete or push uh, both Borum and Jenkins. I went Abraham Lucas out of Washington State. He's someone who was mocked earlier uh, in around the second round earlier, but once again has had his name fall down just a tad bit. Still uh, was a redshirt senior out of Washington State, played some really good football up there in the Pac-12. So overall, uh, I love his reactive abilities. I think he's someone uh, who is very snappy on the offensive line and can quickly move using his lateral agility to be able to make blocks on the outside, especially in the passing game. We saw Justin Fields struggle. Uh, with a poor offensive line last year, uh, overall, I think as much talent as you can get on this offensive front is going to be huge. So I think 
overall bringing in someone like Abraham Lucas with good range uh, and his ability to be able to defend, especially when uh, edge rushers are looking to speed rush and also potentially blitz. Uh, I think he's a bigger guy, uh, has a big frame overall. Uh, and is someone who could come in and be very successful in Chicago, potentially start alongside Tevin Jenkins or be a really solid backup piece there uh, with Jenkins and Borum taking the role in 2022. So Abraham Lucas is the way I went with this third-round pick. Jalen, I'm going to toss it back to you. You decided to finally address the defensive side of the ball here in round three. I do like that you went only offense in the second round, but we saw the Bears lose some depth at linebacker this offseason. Uh, Danny Trevathan obviously was cut. So they've got Nicholas Morrow as well as Roquan Smith really is the only ones penned in at that linebacker position right now. So talk to me a little bit more about Brian Asamu, I think is how you say it. Asamu? I think it's Asamoah. Asamoah. Oh, wow. Well, that was quite the bad bad pronunciation. My apologies. Uh, But talk to me about Brian Asamoah, linebacker out of Oklahoma. So I want to actually double down on wide receiver right here, you know, um, by the time we got to pick 71, David Bell had literally Same, went in. Like, I almost went David Bell. It, it was <coughs> a tough choice. Yeah, he literally went in like 69, and I was like, dang. But um, we're, we're getting a, a high upside, very athletic uh, linebacker in Brian Asamoah, you know, six feet, 220. Some say he's one of the very uh, – one of the most athletic uh, linebackers uh, in this draft class, and that that's saying something with, uh, you know, the linebacker at Georgia, I think his name is like Kobe Dean and, you know, and, and others. So, um. Like you said, we have we don't have very much linebacker depth. Danny Trevathan uh, is basically getting cut, or he already is cut post June first. Uh, we we lost other people like um Ubi anyway, you know. So the only really linebackers we have on the roster right now is Roquan and, and Nicholas Morin with you know us switching to a is it a is it a four three? I'm not sure actually. I should. Know but that. the one where we have three linebackers basically. So um, if if he can come in and and you know. Uh, compete compete with those other linebackers like Caleb Johnson and people we bring in. You know, I'm pretty sure we're not done signing many free agents because we have a bunch of roster uh, roster spots left, uh, and that's even after the draft. So if we can, he can come in and compete and be, you know, that uh, that third uh, linebacker alongside Morrow and and Roquan Smith. I think that's a steal at, at pick 71. That is a solid way to go there at 71, adding some depth to the defense. Obviously, not a bad thing in an offseason where the Bears lost a lot of heavy hitters on that defensive side of the ball. Next, we've got picks 148 and 150. The Bears have two fifth-round picks within three picks of one another. I'm going to start by going with someone that the Bears actually met with this offseason, the speedy Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor. He's someone whose tape is just full of route separation, uh, and I really believe he's someone who could become a deep threat uh, for whatever team drafts him. So he's quite the speedy uh, athlete. He recorded a 4-2-8 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine. The Bears met with him uh, just on April 11th here, uh, just a little bit ago. So maybe not the same catch radius as someone like a George Pickens, who we discussed earlier, but he is someone who could ideally uh, play slot in the NFL if the Bears want to keep Mooney outside, maybe get someone like Pickens on the outside as well, or Christian Watson. I think he's someone who could come in, uh, and I do think that his speed and talent make him worthy of a shot on day three. Uh, great overall instincts. He has the ability to create separation, uh, good short area foot quickness. So overall, Tyquan Thornton, uh, another interesting target for sure, someone who the Bears have already expressed that they've got somewhat uh, of an interest in. So I think that Tyquan Thornton, is the man 
uh, in the fifth round and really could be a late round gem uh, that Chicago could end up picking up. So Jalen, you continue to hammer down on the defense here. Talk to me a little bit about D'Angelo Malone, edge out of Western Kentucky. Now, obviously, you know, we lost Khalil Mack, or not lost him, but we traded him to the you know, L.A. Chargers in the offseason or earlier in the offseason um, for a second-round pick. So I took an edge here. You know, you can never have too many edge rushers on this team. You know, can be a rotational piece with Travis Gibson, uh, obviously Robert Quinn and, and, and others. You know, he was a, a redshirt senior, uh, recorded nine sacks and half fours, four forced fumbles. Um, so a guy that know, knows how to make plays and, you know, you know, get get the ball or strip the ball out of the quarterback or uh, other other players' hands. So, like I said, fifth round pick. If he can come in and get two two three sacks as a fifth round pick, I, I think that's a that's a great pick um, in the fifth round. Yeah, the Bears looks like they're going to go into the season with Roquan or uh, excuse me, Robert Quinn coming off of an incredible career year, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Travis Gibson, who definitely deserves a shot at the Ed's positions. But adding more depth once again to that position. Uh, no one can complain with that whatsoever. Getting into our last two picks, though, uh, last one in round five, I went with Damone Clark, linebacker out of LSU. Not much to say here. He's someone who uh, may have been able to have a lot better of a draft projection if he had a better 2020 season. He was someone who began the year starting for the LSU Tigers, was pulled out of the lineup, but overall in 2021, he really turned the corner. He has great athleticism to be able to track down and pursue ball carriers. Uh, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why uh, he was amongst the top of the NCAA in tackles in 2021. He recorded 100 tackles, also had five sacks. Overall, just a very versatile defender for the Tigers, uh, and it shows in his stats. So he played the game at a high level. He's quite the athlete, uh, and similar to someone like a Roquan Smith in college, was just able to rack up a ton of tackles. So another potential late-round talent here. Uh, Damone Clark out of LSU. I think he's another solid linebacker that you could add to this rotation and maybe could make some noise early on in training camp. Uh, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back over to you now. Uh, This is a wide receiver that was mocked a lot, lot higher. Uh, If if we go back around a year, he's someone who was maybe projected to be picked uh, in the first two rounds, but struggled a little bit, still could be there late and still could be a good late round developmental talent. Talk to me a little bit about Justin Ross, the wide receiver out of Clemson. Like you said, another receiver that was, you know, in 2020 uh, coming to the season was projected to be, you know, one of the first wide receivers taken on the board. He was he was definitely, you know, a top wide receiver of that class. But due to him uh, having a neck injury, uh, had to sit out, uh, which actually came out of nowhere. Like it was like it was like a weird neck injury. So he had to sit out 2020. And in this year, you know, the whole – Clemson football team had a down year, so but him still having you know 500 yards, 46 receptions, and three touchdowns, uh, coming off a serious injury like like a neck injury is is still something nice to do. Like you said, fifth round pick, um, a person who has high upside, six four two oh five, uh, runs like a four 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 five, um, give just another weapon in our wide receiver room, another weapon for for Justin Fields to develop with, um, and, and that's what we're getting in the fifth round with him. Yeah, definitely uh, the possibility in this draft. I mean, Ryan Pace isn't our GM anymore, but he was someone who was so great at finding great late-round talent. So I hope Ryan Poles can pick up where he left off in that department because there's definitely a lot of talent, uh, especially rounds three through five, uh, especially if the Bears look to trade back with one of those second-round picks. They could find some really good talent there uh, on day three. But we've got one 
more round to go, round six. Uh, players that are going to hopefully be scrapping to, to make the roster or the practice squad. Uh, so I simply went with Josh Thompson, uh, cornerback out of Texas. Uh, as we mentioned, I believe, in the last mock draft with Parth, there's some ambiguity <clears throat> at the cornerback position in Chicago. I don't think we saw immaculate play that was going to make you trust Kendall Vildor last season, but the Bears know they have a cornerstone with Jalen Johnson. Should be interesting to see how Thomas Graham Jr. continues to develop. That was a really solid pick, and he played pretty well last year when given the opportunity, but the Bears can still add some depth to this cornerback room, obviously. I didn't uh, address him as early as I did in our last mock draft when I went Roger McCreary in the second round. Uh, but Thompson's someone who played for the Texas Longhorns last year, a system with a lot of zone coverage where you're keeping the wide receiver and the cornerback in front of you, uh, trying to jump routes as well as break up balls. So overall, he's someone who's comfortable in that sort of system. He could be a great zone defender in the league. Uh, and also is good at securing tackles and can help well in run support. So I think his scheme fits a solid cover two or a cover a cover three. Uh, but once again, this is someone who I think I would expect to come on. Uh, similar situation to Thomas Graham Jr., make the practice squad, maybe get some opportunities down the road. But I thought it was important with my last pick to address that secondary in some way, shape, or form. Jalen, you went a similar route. You went a cornerback yeah. as well uh, with your six-round pick. So to close it off, uh, talk to me a little bit about Zion McCollum out of Sam Houston State. No, I wanted to go corner way earlier than the sixth round. I wanted to, you know, possibly go second round, but you know, the top the top corners or top second round corners were already gone by the time I got to uh, pick forty nine. So, you know, I had to wait to to, to round six. You know, with Zion McCollum, six four corner, very tall, uh, had recorded thirteen interceptions in, in fifty six games in college. So he's a, a ball hog type of type of player with who causes turnovers and I'm never going to complain about a player who you know uh, gets the ball back to the offense so like I said just a developmental corner who can probably be another Thomas Graham that like you said uh, you know sits on the practice guard for majority of the season and gets opportunities where there's injuries or you know he just has an opportunity to come up and play so uh, like, like you said it's still a lot of question marks at that cornerback room the only really true guy I have confidence in is, is Jalen and uh, I think Thomas Graham can really surprise a lot of people if he gets an opportunity next year. So, but other than those two, it's you know a bunch of question marks and a bunch of injury-prone players or guys that haven't really had much much an opportunity to to get to get uh, meaningful snaps. Yeah, the Bears secondary definitely with some question marks. However, even though you and I didn't prioritize defense late. I yeah. am glad that we went offense with both of our uh, second-round picks, uh, yeah. the, the goal of this team. Uh, I wouldn't say we've imploded, but the Bears had a little bit of a fire sale. Uh, so the motto right now should be building around Justin Fields, and that's what we did in our mock drafts. I hope that's what they do uh, when the time rolls around for them to pick on Friday night. But thank you guys so much for tuning into episode number 180 of Uncut. Our second mock draft, I'm sure we're going to have at least one or two more coming this week from Monday to Thursday. So if you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow for the most comprehensive Bears draft coverage on the web. Uh, and we're going to be covering the Bears throughout the entirety of the regular season, regardless of how it goes. Uh, so be sure to stick around. We're going to be bringing you guys Bears content all year. If you want more content from us outside of the podcast, head over to our website, beardown.com. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, you can find it on both platforms at Down. Uh, and I think I accidentally said at Bear Down for our website. It's beardown.com. Uh, but you can find us on social media as well at Bear Down. 
Uh, and finally, you can find the links to all of our personal social media pages down in the description for myself, as well as Jalen and our other co-host, Parts Shaw. Uh, it's another great way to interact with us, and you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, and all of Chicago sports. So, Jalen McClinton, feels good to have you back for sure. A little bit of a sour day. The Cubs are losing, the Sox are losing, the Bulls lost, and their season is looking like it's going to be over here uh, relatively soon. But uh, exciting to get the Bears back this week. I, I, I really love the NFL draft. I think this time of year is our bread and butter. Uh, but any last words before we sign off? Uh, go Bears. Like you said, the, the Bulls got blown out first last two games after, you know, still one at in Milwaukee, but it is what it is. And the White Sox have been very disappointing lately. You know, we're having a lot of injuries just like the Bulls had, you know, during the season. But um, long way to go. It's, it's only April. So uh, that's, that's about it. You know, bear down. Only up from here. Uh, and hopefully on Friday night, uh, Ryan Poles and the Bears can put a little bit of a better taste in Chicago sports fans' mouths because it's been uh, a little brutal to watch recently. Uh, but fun following the MLB, fun following the NBA playoffs, a lot going on. I'm excited that football is about to get back and running here very soon. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. And Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Draft coverage coming all week, and that's pretty much it.